If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everyone, this episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons. Support Switchcraft and my other content at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Well, it looks like E3 is uh, just about over. Uh, right now on Nintendo's Twitch page, they are showing off uh, more of the 3DS game for me uh, Metroid game. And um, I don't think that they're going to be revealing any last-minute surprises. I could be wrong, but I have some things that I have to do, so I need to record now. Uh, so if anything happens after I'm done recording the show, then uh, I'll either try and edit it in if I can get it in time, or I'll just have to talk about it on Saturday's show. Uh, let's start off with feedback. Uh, by the way, my voice is a little rough. I'm, I'm sick, and uh, so that's why it's not sounding as good as it usually does. Uh, Zula 86 reviewed the show. Thank you very much for doing so, Zula. They called it the best Switch podcast on the iTunes store. Thank you so much. Uh, they said, I love podcasts. I listen to them all day at work. I work alone, and I love my Nintendo Switch. So what a surprise when I found Switchcraft after I thought I had every Switch podcast subscribed under the sun. Bill brings something extra to, to Switch podcast game. The one mic is great. The commentary and thoughtful musings are sound and fair and unbiased. Bill has made me think about things regarding the Switch other podcasts hadn't even touched on. Which makes me think, as long as Bill does Switchcraft, I'll be listening. Highly recommended. Bring something original to the table. Uh, thanks very much, Shakezula. If you haven't done so, uh, please go ahead and give us a review on iTunes and we'll read it. I'll read it on the show. Uh, it really does help us out. Uh, let's jump in to the news. Hey, listen. I almost jumped into the news without reading this email from a buddy of mine named Bravd. He says, I have a question for you regarding your E3 episode. But first, I want to passively, aggressively ask questions and answer them myself. Here we go. Are turn-based RPGs fun? Yes, they are. Are turn-based RPGs with timing elements in the combat fun? Yes, they are. Are turn-based RPGs with timing elements <laughs> in the combat with whimsical characters fun? Yes, they are. Are turn-based RPGs with timing elements in the combat and whimsical characters and humorous dialogue and settings fun? Yes, yes they are. Since you agree with me, on all those points, then why in the name of Miyamoto didn't you mention Mario Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bar Bowser's Minions during your E3 episode? The Mario and Luigi RPGs never disappoint, and having this remake on my 3DS this fall will be amazing. <clears throat> the new Bowser's Minions content is just icing on the cake. In summary... 
turn-based RPGs with timing elements in combat and whimsical characters and humorous dialogues and settings are only made better with the addition of squad-based combat with RPG elements and whimsical villainous characters in a humorous setting, and you should talk about it more. Your fan, Bravd. Well, Bravd, I'm going to... I have a bucket of uh, punctuation here for you, and I'm going to throw it at you so that you can use some of it in the next run-on sentence that you throw at me. Uh, Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, Bravd is actually a good friend of mine, and he's actually been on the show before. Uh, He was part of our uh, Zelda uh, spoiler cast. Uh, And he's right. I totally dropped the ball. I forgot to talk about this game. Um, I think I'm just going to let Bravd's email speak for itself. I think he kind of covered all the bases. Uh, The Mario and Luigi games are very good games. Uh, this is one that we've already played. I think it was on the 3DS, but now it's being ported to the, um, to the, or I'm, I'm sorry. I think it was on the GBA and now it's coming to the 3DS or maybe it was, was it on the GBA or was it on the DS? Either way, uh, we've played it before, but if you've never played it, then you should definitely check it out. Um, the, as far as, as far as the reason as to why I didn't talk about it, whoops, so anyway, thank you very much for writing in. If you want to write in, just like my my, my buddy Bravd did, uh, send an email to runjumpstomp at gmail.com and feel free to be just as passive-aggressive as he is. Just make sure you new, use uh, more commas or periods in, in, your, uh, in your paragraph. So there seems to be a little bit of a dust-up between Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo about this cross-platform play. Uh, So let me, and I talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Uh, Let me go into a little bit more detail. Psyonix is the developer of Rocket League. And Rocket League is, uh, well, currently, Rocket League has cross-platform play between PC and PlayStation. So that's all working just fine. Um, When they announced that it was coming to the Switch... They said that it is also going to have cross-platform between PlayStation, PC, and Microsoft. Uh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Between PC, Microsoft, and Switch. So that's a big pool of players that are going to be able to play together. Um, they, the um, Psyonix was asked, how come Sony's not working on that? What's the holdup? And Jeremy Dunham, he's the VP of Publishing at Psyonix, he told Polygon, who is the interviewer, uh, they said, the honest answer is PlayStation has not yet given us permission. We're hopeful uh, that being able to play cross-network is something we can go for. We think we've been big champions of this for the last two years, uh, trying to get them behind the idea, uh, trying to get people behind the idea. We believe it's the future of the industry. And we're hopeful that maybe the community and the media can actually help get around the idea of pushing it forward and doing what we can to make it a reality. Um, then he went on to uh, say that basically this is something that could do that, that they could do very very easily. They'd have to check a box on a web page and hit send, and then in less than an hour it would work instantly. Um, well, less than an hour and instantly is not the same thing, but you know what I mean. It would work quickly. Um, Microsoft, or well, then Sony 
was asked about this and they gave a, they gave a, a kind of an odd reason for why they weren't going forward with this now they haven't actually said no we won't do it they said well we're currently in private discussions and we're so we're not talking about that now uh, but what we want to make sure is that we are able to keep our Minecraft players safe. And I know that you're probably thinking, hold on, why are you talking about Minecraft? You were just talking about Rocket League. Well, that's because I forgot. Um, Minecraft is also going to be cross-platform with Xbox One, uh, PC, and Switch, but not with PS4. Uh, so all of these things together are kind of... all. Uh, Rocket League and Minecraft are all kind of coming together there. And so what's the deal, Sony? And they said that we want to make sure that we're keeping our players safe from the dangers of the internet, basically. Now, Psyonix then responded by saying, well, we've... Microsoft, by far, had the most strict security precautions so if we've met those security precautions we've met everybody's security precautions and so that doesn't really hold water and then um microsoft replied they said hey we've got nintendo on board if nintendo is on board with this they're pretty hardcore about safety so what's the real deal with this, and he says that they're still in discussions, and he he just seemed kind of irritated at the the whole idea that that Sony wasn't going to play ball. Um, now, then the the Minecraft CEO had actually confirmed that in order to do the crossplay, you have to use an Xbox Live login. Uh, this was found on NeoGaf, and there's a um, a link in the show notes. Uh, he says, uh, we're trying everything together with, we're tying everything together with Xbox live. So you log in with Xbox live. The question was even on switch. And he says, yes, that's pretty unique as well. But everyone that's in on this, all the platform holders have been pretty pragmatic and understanding about what we're trying to do is to create a good experience for the players. We needed a good system that would connect everyone. And Xbox live is a good system. Uh, so then, uh, he was asked, "How did the corporate, co- how did the corporate cooperation between Xbox and Switch enter the picture? Has it been difficult, politically speaking?" Uh, he says, "No, we've always wanted to form a Minecraft from a Minecraft perspective, try and give players as many options as possible on any platform. Nintendo has been very open when it comes to working together, so I'd say it's been very smooth. What about Sony?" Uh, there's one, that's one party that's missing in crossplay here. He says, yes, that would be really, uh, but we would really like this to come out there as well, but it's stopping at the top. Absolutely not on our side. On the other side, I mean, well, you'd have to ask them. Uh, so Sony seems to be really kind of dragging their feet on this. And I've said this, uh, I was recently a guest on a uh, switch cast, Uh, So you should definitely check that out. We talked about this yesterday. And I feel like that Sony is dragging their feet because they're the market leader. And they don't get as much out of this. But I think it's a huge mistake from them. uh, Because when you look at who's playing these games. Let's let's pick. uh, I'm just going to pick one. I'll say Rocket League. One second. 
So let's say that we've got um, we we're, we're going to pick Rocket League. Now Rocket League has a certain number of people who are able to play the game. Now if I log on on my Switch and start playing Rocket League and I want to play a game, I have people from the PC version, people from the Xbox version, and people from the Switch version all as potential people to match with. If I do it on the PlayStation, I have people from the PC version and people from the PlayStation version as potential people to match with. That's probably less people. So, I think that Sony is making a big mistake by not doing this cross-platform stuff, both with Minecraft and with Rocket League. And we'll see where it goes. Well, excuse me, princess. All right, well, I've got some bad news for you guys. It's very, there's a very good chance that we won't see Monster Hunter Double Cross in the U.S. uh, or translated into English. I mean, you can download it it, when it comes out because the Switch is region free. uh, You can download it if you want, if you speak Japanese, or even if you don't, you can still download it if you want. But we may not be getting um, any translations. Uh, There's a Twitter post from at Monster Hunter, and they said, just to clarify, our our official response is, we have not announced any plans to localize Monster Hunter Double Cross at this time. So, first off, that does not mean that they won't. That just means that they haven't announced anything yet. Well, the game is coming out this year, apparently. So, you'd think that they would already have announced it or even started it. I mean, maybe they haven't started this. And, I, you know, I was thinking about this, and I think that maybe what we will see is that the game will come out, and then it'll come out in the U.S. a year later. Um, the, it takes a long time to to uh, localize games. So we'll probably see it in the U.S. after a year. And um, if we don't, then we, we just don't, and, and Monster Hunter World will have to be the next thing, which is not coming to the Switch as, as far as anybody knows. Um, so if you really want Monster Hunter to come over to the these states united, then send an email, or not even an email. Don't send an email. Don't start a campaign. Send a letter and tell them what you think. Uh, if they get some paper mail, it'll irritate them, and maybe they'll change their mind. Eurogamer.net was interviewing uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, and he said that they they asked him, are we going to be getting a Pikmin game for the Switch soon? And he says, um, well, I've been told not to share anything about this from PR, uh, but I can tell you that it's progressing. Uh, so there's still a Pikmin 4 in, de- in development. Now, you go back to July 2015, 2015. Uh, and he had told Eurogamer, it's actually very close to completion. Uh, Pikmin teams are always working on the next one. So a lot of people were thinking that Pikmin 4, when he had said very close to completion, that uh, he didn't mean actually Pikmin 4. He he probably had meant the, the new DS game that has come out or that's coming out soon. I can't remember if it's out yet or not. Um, hey, Pikmin, which... Um, I, I was listening to Nintendo voice chat and Jose Otero kind of said that it felt kind of like a kid's game. It's not really, uh, very challenging, uh, at all. So 
it seems like now we're we're looking at where still is a Pikmin four or a mainline Pikmin game, and I'm sure that if it, if if it is, then it's still coming to the Switch, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Pikmin games are really really cool, and I really like the change in setting from the usual real time strategy uh, genre. <laughs> Well, Nintendo has complained in the past that um, Metroid games are not big sellers. Well, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS, is the pre-order for that is the number one selling 3DS game ahead of both Pokemon Ultra Moon and Pokemon um, Ultra Sun. Um, that's a big deal. It's a very big deal for a Metroid game to be beating out um, Pokemon games. Now, Keep in mind, before you uh, get super hyped about this, that Pokemon Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun, people aren't really sure if these are direct sequels or if they are just um, adding a couple things to it. So uh, I think that uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, there's going to be a lot of people that just skip those, at least until we have more information. Uh, Whereas... Just about everybody's been waiting for a Metroid game, especially a side-scrolling Metroid game. And Metroid Samus Returns, which I mentioned it last episode, is a remake of the GBA game, looks really, really good. It's it's enough for me to break out my 3DS, which I pretty much had washed my hands of. Uh, I had moved all in on the Switch. Um, I've been ignoring anything that comes out on the 3DS, but this is enough to get me to come back to it, especially with the changes that they've made um, to the game. Um, If you are not sure, if you want to check this out, that's totally understandable, Um, but there is a game that, that, okay, so this is actually a remake of Metroid 2, okay? In Metroid 2, there's been another remake of it. It's actually called AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake. Um, Now, if you can find it, and I'm not going to tell you how to find it, but if you can find it, uh, somebody had, one dude had sat down and remade the game himself. It won't be exactly like the 3DS version. If you want more Metroid games, buy this 3DS version because Nintendo has had trouble selling Metroid games in the past. But if you want something to scratch that itch while you're waiting for the 3DS version to come out, then check out AM2R. It's actually really good. <laughs> and for now, what I believe to be the last story of the day is that Mario Odyssey is going to have multiplayer. Uh, one character will uh, control Mario, or one character. One player will control Mario. The other player will control his hat, C- Cappy. Um, I'm looking at the control scheme and you can see a link in the show notes so you can see what it's like. Uh, you use the left stick to run, the bottom button to jump, uh, the left stick to look around if you hold down Y. And then if you're Cappy, you move with the left stick and you can take flight with the left button. Uh, and you can also look around as well using the same controls as Mario. Uh, I think it's really cool. I, I really like that they're that they're doing this. Uh, yesterday we talked about it on um, uh, Switchcast, and Casey, who is the host of that show, totally predicted that this is how it was going to work. Uh, so he was right about that. And I got to say that I always appreciate the way Nintendo adds multiplayer to a single player game. 
to make it so that you can just sit down with with a, a friend or your kid and let them help you out and make it more of a family experience, even if it's a single player game. Um, Nintendo's really hitting pretty hard on the multiplayer gaming for the Switch, so this doesn't really come as a huge surprise. What I would have preferred is if it included Luigi and Mario and Luigi could run around together. I think that would be a lot of fun. However, that makes it a lot more difficult for Nintendo to figure out how can they make sure that players can't um, break the game, essentially, uh, having two people being able to do stuff. Uh, so thanks, Nintendo, for adding multiplayer into uh, Mario Odyssey in a way that doesn't break the game. I appreciate it, and I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, everything that I saw about Mario, Mario Odyssey tells me it is going to be one of the best sellers of the year, and it is going to, be because it's coming out early enough, um, I think it was October 27th, I believe, uh, this thing is really going to push switches off the shelf. Speaking of that, I don't think I have it in the show notes. Um, I will try and find a link so that I can put it out there. But I guess Reggie Fizeme, who is the president of Nintendo of America, he said, uh, "We are continuing to boost production of the Nintendo Switch. We are we understand that people are having trouble finding switches." Uh, that want them, and he doesn't want any customer to walk away unhappy because they can't find one. So uh, they are increasing production. He was vague and didn't give real numbers, but you know, keep looking and don't pl- don't pay scalpers. So if you see somebody who has bought a switch and they are reselling it, don't pay them. Make them eat that cost because we don't want scalpers to win. We want Nintendo to win, and we want customers to win. And when you when you buy it from a scalper, you're you're basically saying, "All right, well, let's keep doing this because I want to pay more money for something that I could get cheaper." Um, I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's your fault. I'm saying it's customers' fault, it's the scalpers' fault, and it's definitely Nintendo's fault that they can't get enough of these in the store. Um, if I could go back in time and say, Nintendo, don't launch this on March 3rd, wait a month, wait until April and just stockpile as many of these as you can so that you can find them on every store shelf and then have your, your, pardon me, and then have, uh, your launch where you can sell a ridiculous number of them. Anyway, as you can tell, I just had a coughing fit, and I am, my voice is going, so I'm going to stop talking now. Okay, everybody, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, please let me know. One of the best ways to let me know is to join our Discord channel. Uh, go to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and you can join in the conversation. Uh, we're constantly talking about video games and, and uh, Nintendo stuff. And so hop on over there and have a lot of fun with us. Uh, You can email us just like Brav did at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Use the subject line switchcraft. Uh, You can use a phone and you can call and leave a voicemail. The phone number is 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. And you can even holler at me on Twitch. That's at runjumpstomp. Uh, as well, I'm also a Twitch streamer. Looking forward to Friday. That's tomorrow by the time that you guys get this. 
Actually, no, that's tomorrow today, too, because it's currently Thursday. Okay, I'm tired. Um, but you can, uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be playing a whole bunch of arms, and I want you guys to come there and punch me in the face. Uh, so uh, head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, you'll be able to get my friend code there. You can also get my friend code in the show notes. And um, when you are there and you join us, we'll have an absolute blast beating each other up in arms. I'm very, very excited for that game. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, uh, you can buy Doc Socks from my wife's Etsy shop. You can join the Patreon and, and uh, any amount, uh, and you get special rewards by joining the Patreon. Uh, it, you can also use my Amazon affiliate link for all of your uh, things that you buy on Amazon, and it doesn't cost you anything, and I get a cut. Um, all of these links and more can be found at runjumpstomp.com slash support. As always, thank you guys for listening and taking the time to just hang out with me. I will see you guys next time, and don't forget to come by on Friday and challenge me to a fight in uh, in arms. I'm really looking forward to it. Bye-bye.